Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the College to Pro.com NFL Draft Lab. I'm your show host, Bill Marchant, and we are counting the days to the 2020 NFL Draft. Hard to believe that the 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th round will be taking place a week from now with the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd rounds already completed. And one of the young men making their path towards this 2020 draft is the standout from South Carolina, Caleb Kinlaw. And he's a very intriguing prospect, and I told him prior to us going live how excited I was to get him on our program and sharing with you our 2020 draft audience. But with that said, Caleb, welcome to the program. How's this morning treating you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Uh, we appreciate you stopping by. Um, now, i got to ask, I mean, you growing up, I mean, Pop Warner, Pee Wee, uh, I mean, how many times did parents want to see your birth certificate because you are just scoring too many touchdowns on a Saturday morning? <laughs> Hopefully not too many. I was never very big, so they never had a problem with that. Oh, but the the touchdowns are definitely coming. Is that fair enough? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you've always been gifted athletically. I mean, a little bit. I should say a lot better than most of the other kids growing up. I mean, uh, so kind of take us through. Uh, you know what it was like, Pop Warner, Pee Wee. You're always the guy with the ball in your hands. Uh, great high school career as well. I mean, uh, just talk about how you, how you knew that running back and you know was going to be the position to get you where you are today. Um, one, uh, you know, my brother and my father both play football, and they both play running back. So you know, growing up around that, I naturally gravitated towards that position. Um, but that's kind of all I've played. You know, growing up for the most part, like I would play some defense here and there. I I just always was in love with playing running back. That was my first love. <laughs> now your dad, your brother, you, I mean, you guys kid, tease, joke about who's the best running back of the family, who's the most athletically gifted? Um, Always. And, I mean, it's changed over the years, you know, especially from me being younger and then watching my brother, you know, play high school and then go to Penn State. You know, I would always think he was better than as I was growing up and went to college, and he thinks I'm better. And my dad thinks he's better than both of us. So that's basically about <laughs> the dynamic. Fair enough. I, I I love it, and it's a fun thing being able to kind of have that bond and, and something to share. Um, so I'm curious. I mean, right. your college career. I mean, you you had so many different routes. I mean, I believe it started in Wisconsin, then you went to uh, Pearl River. The, I mean, then you know uh, South Carolina. I mean, what was that like for you, just going through the college experience and and maybe not just feeling, maybe you did, but I mean, just having a sense of uh, you know this is where I need to be, and just finally settling in and and. I guess your final years at South Carolina, how comfortable did you feel just knowing that this was your place? I guess you could kind of call home. Um, you know, just going through the process, um, you know, it was kind of – it had us frustrating moments, of course, but, um, you know, I'm grateful for it nonetheless. Um, initially, you know, I went to Wisconsin, and then that system was a perfect fit for me. 
And then after my freshman year, that whole coaching staff ended up resigning. Um, and by my second year in Wisconsin, I was on my third running back coach and my second whole coaching staff. Um, so I felt like I, then they started changing some things around there, and I didn't kind of fit into that system. Then I went to JUCO, and then I, I started understanding, you know, as a running back, there are certain systems that you don't fit in. <laughs> so I think that me doing all of those things, it, it opened my eyes, and it, it was honestly a blessing in disguise just because it was able, I was able to get in, you know, one style of offense when I came from high school and Wisconsin and then going into a totally different style of offense with JUCO and then um, at Carolina. Um, and I ended up choosing Carolina yeah. just because I wanted to be closer to home. And I was kind of like, you know, I felt like it was the best thing for me to kind of end my career. Definitely. And and for you, I mean, uh, right before the show, uh, I texted about, uh, you know, your cousin, Javon Kinlaw. What was it like having a, a family member on that team? Um, it, it was good. I think, honestly, that, that kind of caused us to grow closer. Um you know, because me and him, we went to high school together, but he came along later in my life. Um, so we didn't grow up together. And, you know, once we realized that we were cousins, you know, we started kind of gravitating closer and closer. Um, and us going to Carolina together, we ended up living together for about a year. Um, and then I know that bond just uh, grew closer. And I started to, you know, see how much he was blossoming and growing and everything that he's been through, you know, from just from high school to, to college. You know, I'm proud of him to see everything that he's persevered through. Definitely. And you talked about your father, your brother playing at Penn State, your cousin, Javon, yourself. I mean, uh, the Kinlaw family has some terrific athletic DNA. I mean, I mean, uh, if they're going to do a Terminator running back uh, athletic guy, I mean, definitely going to guy that kind of got started uh, producing uh, DNA from the Kinlaw. You guys are fantastic. Now, let me ask you this. Um, I mean, seriously, I mean, it's amazing. It was just, I mean, you know, just awesome. Uh, I ask this of all the guys that come on the program. I mean, for you, I mean, what do you think, you know, teams are going to love about you? I mean, if Caleb, if, if you're in the film room with these guys, they're breaking down tape, I mean, what are those hallmark home run abilities that you think they're going to fall in love with? Um, I think one of my biggest, you know, things that I've been able to work on and pay attention to is just the little things outside of just running the ball. Um, I know that I can run the ball well, you know, whether I've got an opportunity to showcase that or not. Um, I know that I can run it well. And, you know, one of the things I've looked at a lot was, you know, pass protection. I know a lot of a lot of times, you know, you don't think about it because you're a running back when you think about just running the ball. But that is probably one of the key things because it, it helps extend your offense and it creates another dimension for your offense. Just you being that one person, being able to help in the pass game is a big, big asset. Um, that and, you know, a lot of my experience on special teams. Um, me, you know, a lot of things, that, the way that things happen, you know, ended up being a blessing in disguise because I was able to, you know, get on special teams a lot and different many, every single aspect of special teams I've been on and experienced it. And I think that's going to help me a lot, and it's going to help whatever team, you know, decides to take a chance on me. Definitely. And and this year, I mean, we're under a week away from this draft, uh, um, you know, coming to fruition next weekend. Uh, for you, I mean, what do teams know that they can't see on tape? I mean, you could have been a, a weight room warrior, a film junkie. Um, You talked about the systems, and, and, you know, maybe you couldn't showcase other skills I mean, this is your opportunity. I know these guys do listen in. I mean, what do these what do these guys need to know about you to boost your draft stock with five days remaining? Um, I will say one that I have become, you know, a film room junkie. You know, I, I've noticed that, you know, the more you watch film, you know, it helps you on the field. And, you know, it's cliche, 
but when you start to get older, you realize that it's it's really true. Um, I've learned a lot about the game. I know a lot more about defenses. I know a lot more about schemes, you know, uh, what you want in certain schemes and what schemes that I fit best in and things of that nature. Um, I would say I'm, I'm very versatile. Um, I, I can kind of adapt to anything. I'm probably, you know, me being the age now that I am, I feel like I'm the most adaptable that I've been along with the fact that, you know, I'm just a really hard worker and I persevere through everything. Even if, you know, the injuries that I've had, I've always came back stronger and better from anything that I've had. And then I've learned a lot about, you know, just taking those things and using it as a two-year advantage. Definitely. And and I, I got to ask, I mean, that 4-3-4, four, four, um, that's God-given speed. I mean, can you go any faster? And how, and, and how happy are you knowing that you posted a time like that? Um, it, I, I'm pretty sure I could probably go a little bit faster, but you know, I wouldn't even want to push it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it was a surprise, a shock when I first ran it. Um, because you know I expected to run in the four threes. I expected running you know a high four three, maybe like a four four flat at, at the slowest. But I was expecting that you know with me training, and then um, you know with me training with our assistant uh, strength coach uh, Scott Sal. Uh, well, we call him Sal, but Scott Salwasser. Um. He was just saying, you know, you're running in, you know, mid four threes and stuff like that and training. He was like, when you get the adrenaline going, you're going to run a four three. He was way more confident than I was, to be honest. But he kept telling me I was going to run that. <laughs> then when I ran it and he told me, I was like, man, I felt like I probably could have ran faster. <laughs> but uh, he was just telling me. I mean, that's an intention grabber, man. Too. I mean, right. yeah, go ahead, Mel. That was, yeah. Were you, he was shocked too? Yeah, he was shocked a little bit, too, because he was saying, he was like that, because when I was running, you know, I was just kind of trying to bustle it, and I was doing a lot of that, and then he was like, that was the first time I looked relaxed since I was training. He was like, I looked relaxed, and I probably felt like I could run faster, but he was like, I was moving. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, I, you don't have to go into, I mean, and sometimes teams don't show any, you know, uh, you know, front attention. Sometimes they like behind the scenes, but uh, any interaction? I mean, are you hearing any rumblings, teams talking to you at all? No, not at all. I'm, I've been struggling trying to get some attention because of that. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact of just, you know, lack of playing time. And I've, I've always understood that. So I've always been willing to, you know, get it out the mud and fight from the bottom. Like, that's not a problem at all. Well, I tell you what, when we get done with the show, we're going to be blasting this off to the uh, scouts and guys at the gyms and uh, NFL personnel people we know. So if they want to take a listen into what today's guest, Caleb Kinlaw, and find out what he brings to the table, if they don't already know – um, once they hear that four three four, that's definitely gonna be something to uh, perk their ears and draw attention. I mean, that's kind of like uh, the moth to the flame. You say four three, um, running back. Uh, that's that's and especially, I mean, I even think Wisconsin. I mean, you know, your original destinations Wisconsin, and when you think about what Wisconsin does, they run the football, and you start thinking Jonathan Taylor, you know, Melvin Gordon, Monte Ball, Ron Dane, James White. I mean, the list goes on, and and, and you know, you could have been a part of that. It just shows your your skill set, in my opinion of, uh, you know, who you are and what you bring to this 2020 draft table. And, again, I'm so excited to get you on because I think you're such a unique prospect in terms of all your ability, but you're somehow hidden under the radar. And we definitely want to get you on that radar so close to this thing. Um, Caleb, before we wrap things up, we always like to have some fun. Uh, we call it three and out, a few off-the-wall questions. Um, you ready to take a shot with some of these? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> Okay. Um, you, um, your head coach, Coach Muschamp, does anybody do a great impersonation of him, and what they do in front of him? Uh, <laughs> probably the best one might be um, 
might be Casey Crosby. He used to play tight end for us. And yes, he probably does the best one. He probably does the best impersonation of any coach. <laughs> Fair enough. And uh I now you, you mentioned you played running back, your brother played running back. Um, I don't know the age difference between you guys, but when's the last time something got too competitive and mom and dad had to say both of you guys cut it out? We had enough. Uh, <laughs> probably just when he was in high school, because I think when I was younger than him, I was, there was a ten year difference. So when I was, you know, around that age, I was always trying to compete with him. And then as I got into high school, you know, I started understanding things. So I didn't really try to compete with him as the same. You know, we always compete with everything, but. <laughs> Probably when he was in high school last time, I really started to get violent. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And uh, you are, I mean, you're a week away from your next football journey. Um, it's a week to kind of be with family and friends and celebrate. Um, who's the best cook in your family, and what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate next weekend on a special day? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I might have to go with my dad on this one that, with a close second with my mom. But um, he would probably make, uh, you know, fried chicken, macaroni, um, collard greens. And mm. my mom would end up baking some dessert or something like that. So the, those two will go hand in hand. <laughs> As they should, man. Hey, Caleb, we appreciate you sharing some of your time. Uh, we know you've got a lot going on, especially so close to the draft. But uh, we appreciate you being able to kind of share us with our draft audience. But, hey, stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we appreciate you stopping by the show. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. No problem at all. Once again, that is Caleb Kinlaw, the South Carolina standout. And, again, what an intriguing young man. I mean, when you think about his collegiate career with Wisconsin, then the Pearl River. And when you think of Pearl River, you think of 2005 and that wide receiver they had in Larry Bracken. So you not talk about Pearl River and not think about Larry Bracken. But then he goes off to South Carolina to finish up his college career. So this is a kid that, you know, he's kind of underneath that radar and, like, again, bringing him on the show so close to the draft, so fortunate and so fortunate to bring him and share him with you guys. As always, we appreciate you joining us here on the C2. This has been a C2P exclusive.